Sam Bankman-Fried, also known as SBF, founder of now bankrupt cryptocurrency exchange FTX, and the former golden boy of the crypto industry, was found guilty of seven counts of fraud and conspiracy charges. The conversation and testimonies in court were reported and followed minute by minute by media. He is dubbed the Bernie Madoff of the modern financial era. This is not that story. Before fraud conspiracy charges and testimonies of his former friends and employees against him, there were Super Bowl ads. It's a safe and easy way to get into crypto. Yeah, I don't think so. An FTX Arena. FTX Arena. The name was formally converted at an event at the arena just a short time ago. Celebrity endorsements. You know what? I'm in. And up to $1 billion planned donations to 2024 election cycle. SPF was dubbed the JP Morgan of crypto. This is not that story either. Before SPF was one of the youngest billionaires under 30, he was a young trader with roughly three years of trading experience, a physics bachelor's degree from MIT, and zero business experience. He was exploring a career in journalism or politics and had planned to bum around across Silicon Valley for a while. He had also pledged his life work to effective altruism, wanting to make a lot of money to give it all back to make the world better for everyone. Whether you agree with author Michael Lewis, who seemingly believes SPF is a genius with good intentions, or among millions of FTX customers wanting him to go to jail for the rest of his life, you must accept SPF had a superpower, the unique power to get people to trust and believe in him. In 2017, he convinced several smart, young, and talented people to join him in starting Alameda Research, a trading firm focusing on Bitcoin price arbitrage opportunities known as Kimchi Premium. In 2018, he reportedly convinced high-profile successful investors, such as the founder of Skype, to lend him up to $100 million in assets to manage and trade. And that's not all. He was just getting started. He raised over a billion dollars in investment capital and convinced over 600 people to join his crypto exchange firm, FTX. How did a math nerd, in his lawyer's words, with unkempt hair wearing t-shirts and shorts without any business or startup experience, achieved all that early success? This is the story of a playbook that Sam Bankman-Fried followed masterfully to establish trust and make people believe in him and the future he promised. I'm Hoda Mare, founder and CEO of Stockard, a fintech startup from California that enables you to do your fundamental investment research better and faster. On this show, I share fascinating money stories like today's episode. 
If you are new around here, join us by subscribing. Regardless of the fact that court found SPF guilty of all charges and whether the bankruptcy team led by John J. Ray III, current FTX CEO overseeing the bankruptcy proceedings, manages to find all the lost $8 billion or so in assets, SPF's playbook to get people to trust him matters. It is powerful and works. This episode is not to justify SPF's action. Instead, this episode is an intellectual investigation into a three-part playbook anyone can master to succeed ethically and for proper causes. There is another use for knowing this playbook. If you are an investor in startups or publicly traded companies, one of the fundamental factors you must assess is the quality of the company's leadership. Knowing how a trust framework works can help you better assess the leadership quality of the companies you want to invest in. People invest in and work with other people. Trust is the magic ingredient that makes your life easier and accelerates your path to success. You will be much more ahead if you know how to establish trust or make people believe in you. According to research published in Harvard Business Review, trust has three components. People need to know that you care about them. People need to know that you can do what you say you do, and people need to believe you are authentic and not trying to be someone else. Sam had a unique and consistent way of showing that he cared about people and the entire world. In the end, my goal is to do as much good as I can for the world. I, I'm part of an effective altruism community. Basically, it's a group of people looking to... In his third year at MIT, he was introduced to the effective altruism movement. Effective altruism, or EA for short, is an ongoing project to find the best ways to do good in the world. SPF was drawn to the idea of earning to give, which is pursuing a lucrative career to donate a significant portion of the earnings to cost-effective organizations. Even before joining the EEA movement, SPF was a member of multiple organizations supporting animal welfare. When he became wealthier and focused on political donations, he always talked about donating to both parties and pandemic prevention lobbying. Undoubtedly, he also lobbied for crypto regulations that would benefit his company. And we have no way of knowing whether he believed in those altruistic causes in his heart. However, his words and actions painted a picture of a man who cares about improving humankind and society. Being more than just about the money and showing you care about the advancements of society and humankind is a story that resonates with all of us. SPF isn't the only person who follows such formula. Elon Musk talks about becoming a multi-planetary race, living on Earth and Mars. Mark Zuckerberg talks about giving everyone a voice 
Alex Carr, Palantir CEO, speaks of supporting America and its allies in defeating their adversaries. The examples are endless. Those who get people to trust them and support their efforts with their money and resources show their intentions to be above and beyond making money. I don't say you can't be successful if you just want to make some money, but people want to know you care about them and what affects their lives. The second aspect of the trust triangle is that people believing you can do what you say you'll do. This means you have the skills and the means to achieve it. The logical way to assess this skill is to look at someone's background and achievements in the past. In the tech startup world, for example, it is common for second-time founders to be able to raise money fast. Investors believe if he or she has managed to succeed at making one company successful, chances are that they will make it again. In the case of young SPF in 2017, he had limited business experience. He had a substitute for making people believe he can do what he said he could. Before starting Alameda Research, Sam worked as a trader at Jane Street Capital, a trading firm that provides liquidity to the capital market, not so very known to everyday investors. However, it is one of the largest market makers in the world with 2,000 plus employees and $17 trillion in trading volume. Interestingly, some of the Alameda's Early investors, including Skype's founder, knew many people at Jane Street who spoke of Sam's trading skills during his two and a half year tenure at the company. I was just visiting California in I think early 2018, and uh, uh, I had already heard about uh, SPF from some of his uh, colleagues in Jane Street Capital, where he was kind of apparently considered like a really, really good trader. There you have it. Early investors believed SPF could do what he said he would. Take advantage of the so-called kimchi premium, the Bitcoin price difference between the US and Asia. Later on, as Alameda became FTX, the company had a chance to benefit from the explosion of interest in cryptocurrency trading. So when he said he could scale, and exchange for cryptocurrencies, he had the evidence to prove it. Despite his lack of experience, he fits the profile of someone who can make it work and has the evidence to back it up. Hey, listen, there's one more aspect to the SPF's playbook in establishing trust. But before that, I want to introduce you to our company, Stockcard. This episode took me over seven full days to research, script, and produce. It's only possible for me to spend so much time bringing these kind of fascinating money stories to you because of my company, Stockcard. I've built a stock card for fundamental investors who don't want to fall for magic tricks by founders and leaders such as SPF. It is trusted by more than 80,000 long-term investors. 
So Stockard is powered by a data engine that collects more than 300 pieces of information about every publicly traded stock and exchange traded fund or ETF from world-class data providers that I personally picked, such as Morningstar and Benzinga. The engine has thousands of commonly accepted financial rules that transform all the data into intuitive and easy-to-understand visualizations and indicators. If you want to invest in Apple, you can see it is a company with really strong growth potential and solid financial strength. It has overperformed the market and investors aren't too greedy or fearful about the company's stock at this point. Because of all that is strengths, the stock isn't cheap to buy now. You can use a stock card to validate any other stock or ETF or find new investment ideas using powerful, unusual filters such as undervalued generative AI stocks or EV stocks with positive market sentiment. The platform is free, but it is much more powerful if you upgrade to full VIP. That subscription fee makes high-quality free content like this YouTube video possible for our community. You can join us today for free by creating an account on stockart.io. And if you decide to upgrade to VIP, use promo code SPF23 to get 20% off of the VIP subscription. I leave a link to Stockart in the show notes. Hope to see you there. Back to SPF's playbook. According to Harvard Business Review's framework, the last pillar of SPF's success was his authenticity. People believed SPF was being himself and not pretending to be a visionary. He showed up in t-shirts and shorts and never combed his hair. He was never too prepared if you watch his media and conference appearances. Totally. Um, you know, thanks for having me, first of all. Um, On the surface, he was authentic without trying. Behind the scenes, however, the story was different. From my research, he was quite intentional about how he looked. In the early days of Alameda Research, Andy Krogan, the company's COO at the time, asked Sam to cut his hair, to which SPF responded that his hair is part of his image and makes people believe he is crazy. Indeed, being a crazy, daring person who wanted to change the financial system was a part of his image. This is not unique to SPF either. Elon Musk has called himself the Iron Man. Palantir CEO wears his hair like Einstein to paint a certain image. Being crazy makes people believe what you say and attribute it to larger-than-life personalities that can change the world. He also used the overall market's direction and sentiment in his favor. He had what a very smart fintech founder I spoke with calls winner's aura. The term winner's aura is when the world sees compelling evidence of someone's ability to make a change. Every day, more clients, investors, Twitter followers, and reporters root for that founder's success. 
Even better, they think that the founder is the best thing that happened to that specific market. SPF had that aura and projected an image of the one that can be the change maker. You see it in his political activities, appearances in Congress, and presenting the image of good doer who is trailblazing forward. Just before we finalize this episode's production, SPF was found guilty, even though he tried to apply his playbook by making a testimony in court. So the playbook has its own limits. Being aware of the playbook teaches us that whenever you invest in a company, you have to be aware of similar masterful skills and make investment decisions based on facts, not stories and the image the leadership wants to paint for you. There's an episode on our channel on researching a stock based on facts using a six-part process that can help you do just that. I leave a link to it in the show notes for your next watch. I'll see you next time.